Welcome. Hey guys. What's Welcome. up? Oh my gosh. Zoe and I finally are back in the podcasting game. It's happening. After a solid four episodes three years ago. Yeah. Something like that. It's but we don't really mm. want to talk about that. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yeah. Anyways, uh, mm. welcome to the Chapters Podcast, you guys. This is the complete history, adventures, and predicaments of two evidently redundant sentience. Any more on that, Zoe? <laughs> no. I mean, that's exactly what this podcast is. Let's be honest. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm honestly just kind of like shook that it's actually finally happening. I know it is January second, twenty twenty three, and this episode's going up today. So long as there aren't any technical issues getting it up, exactly. Everybody, hold your breath. Say a prayer, everyone. So we're your hosts. My name is Holly Hickman. I'm twenty five years old, based in Atlanta, Georgia. I have a job in the marketing game, and I have a best friend named Zoe that decided we should do a podcast together. (laughs) Uh, what's up holly yeah so like she said i'm zoe wright i am currently based out of anywhere and everywhere because i have not decided where i want my home base to be which is totally fine um but i also work in marketing and i'm just ready to see what 2023 has in store for us yeah me too um so this is the chapters podcast like i said i give you the whole full name of it earlier um, but basically this is just a place for Zoe and I to tell our stories. Like I said, it's the complete history adventures and predicaments. So you'll get some background into our stories and our friendship, the adventures that we have gone on and will go on the hilariously and also maybe sometimes tragic predicaments we've gotten ourselves into. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so this is episode one which means it's chapter one, the debut. So we're not sorry. I'm sorry. No, yeah, Let me get it's chapter straight. one. Chapter one is the debut. You're right. No, chapter one's the demolition. Or, sorry, the book. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we don't even know. Everyone, we don't even know. We don't even know. No, no, no. no. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Go. Everything we back. So, <laughs> basically, we're going to divide every year up into a book. Okay, so this is this book of 2023 is the debut. The debut of the podcast, the debut of new things in our life. Like this is just kind of a re a renaissance, if you will, for mm-hmm. many aspects of our lives. So we're debuting new versions of ourselves, this podcast, etc. Now, chapter one of this 2023 podcast is the demolition. And we are going to be basically talking through all of the things that we're leaving behind in 2022, everything that we're disassembling in our lives to then rebuild going forward. So Zoe, you want to talk about the next section? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) chaos going along with the theme of like chapters, books, storytelling, all of that good stuff. We kind of want to start every episode with um, talking about where we fall or where we fell this week on our plot structure. So thinking of like the exposition being kind of setting the scene, your rising action is like maybe where things got a little bit tense this week. You could have a very climactic week where you kind of have something exciting happening. Um, You could have your falling action week where you're kind of having to tie up those loose ends or you could have a resolution 
in your week where basically you've kind of tied the knot on the end of the story and you're moving on with something else. So starting that off, where do you think you fall this week on your plot structure? Okay. I feel like sometimes this is going to be a very easy exercise and sometimes this is going to be a very difficult exercise. But this week, I am 100% saying that I am in the revolution, revolution, lol, resolution, resolution. stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a revolution. Like, honestly, um, of the prot structure. You guys will notice that I, especially when I'm, like, talking on camera or on recordings for some reason, I mispronounce or say the wrong word oftentimes. So if you hear me randomly say a word that doesn't fit in a sentence, just know that's, like, a weird thing that I do. Anyways, I'm definitely in the resolution stage it's the end of 2022 and I feel like you know just like we talked about with this um podcast and our lives honestly like I feel like I've closed a lot of chapters in my life and honestly the book of 2022 and I'm starting a new book going into 2023 um and I'll talk more about that in this episode because I kind of have that's kind of like the whole theme of this episode but I definitely feel like I'm in the resolution um and normally I'd go into why, but I'm going to save it because that's basically what this whole podcast is about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sweet. Okay. What about you, Zoe? Um, Let's hear it. Yeah. So after much consideration, because I feel like my life is a little bit chaotic right now, which you guys will definitely be hearing about in the next many, many episodes, but I kind of think I'm still in the falling action currently. Mm. I feel like... Um, There are a lot of loose ends that I'm having to tie up, you know, like living situation wise, relationships wise, health and wellness. Like there's so many different little ends that I feel like need to be closed before I can fully have my resolution, which kind of stinks because I would have loved for all those ends to be tied up at the end of 2022. But I feel like the climax of 2022 happened so late that Mm -hmm. like I'm still sort of in my falling action period, which is totally fine. Um, But yeah, I just, yeah, this week, next week, a couple weeks after that, (laughs) we'll definitely be tiny. A couple months, you know, these things take (laughs) time. We'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. I just, you know, actually, and I'll set this goal in a way is like, I definitely am going to push for my resolution though, to happen before the end of the year. Like, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, like new spot to live, things new resolved, spot to live, things resolved, that. situations handled, mm-hmm. things ended, like paperwork done. Like I need all of those things to be done. Maybe yeah. even like mid 2023. Like, yeah, I definitely really think trying. it will be, I think it will be healthily before the end of 2023, but you know, you gotta yeah. set you, you when things are so when you're trying to come to a resolution where not everything is in your own hands. You kind of have to set that goal a little bit later than you might do it if everything was in your hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're no, relying definitely. on other people, other entities for these resolutions to happen. And so it's just kind of like some pieces of it are a waiting game and that's okay. Yeah. And it's funny because so, we just did yeah. this like whole like first time talking about where we fall in the plot structure. And I feel like yours was very heavily like, for this week and I feel like I kind of tied mine into like more than the just whole this year week. yeah <laughs> which I mean I feel like you know maybe it'll it'll 
change every time we like talk every week because I don't feel like it has to necessarily apply to just a week, obviously, because I just said it applies to a month. But I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Like, it'll be nice to hear, like, how our plot structures change throughout the year, too. And, like, yeah, just on depending it. on how we're feeling, not only in this week, but like at the point in our lives. Just yes, exactly. In general. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. Okay. So with that being said, let's, let's get, get into it. Chapter one, the demolition. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I, you know, I am ready for a demolition, please. So, okay. I'm going to start off with this question because we went to a New Year's Eve party. We brought a mic and we were interviewing our friends saying, what are you leaving behind in 2022? Which I feel like is a great place to start. So Zoe, what are you leaving Ooh. behind in 2022? I am leaving behind self-doubt in 2022. Mm, yummy. I... Oh my God. Why do I feel like I'm about to get emotional? Get emotional, okay, no, girl. Like literally like, okay. Everyone's just along for the ride. So yeah, no, I have no shame in my game, but I feel like I have a lot of self doubt in different aspects of my life. Not mm. to where I like, don't like myself, but that I just doubt that I deserve or am capable of certain things. And I think it can apply to multiple facets of my life moving forward. And I think, honestly, everyone should leave self-doubt behind. But that is, like, my main thing I think that I want to mm -hmm. leave behind. Because if I don't leave that behind, literally nothing is going to change. Like, yeah. I can make all these adjustments and I can pretend. But if you're still constantly doubting yourself in every decision, in every exactly. like in every action, it, it's, mm -hmm. yeah, what's the point? Mm -hmm. What's the point? Because then all I'm going to do is be presenting a new version of myself but is it actually authentic so yeah mm, yeah i love that i what think are you leaving I'm, behind girl i was think i was thinking about this a little bit when we were planning for this episode and i think what i'm leaving behind in 2022 is like the hustle culture mentality because mm -hmm. and that's kind of like where it bridges into like the whole theme of demolition for those of you who don't know me, which is probably like 99.9% .9 of you, unless it's just you and me listening to this podcast. <laughs> Literally, it's just us. Okay, no self-doubt, no self-doubt. There's going to no, be no, 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 yeah. people enjoying <laughs> millions, this. Okay. Millions, millions. Millions. Okay. Uh, we're putting it out there. All right. Thanks, Manifest. guys. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, sorry. Um, But my whole theme for this like year is getting out of like that hustle culture mentality and stop trying to like monetize every hobby. Stop trying to use every waking minute for productivity, not pulling all nighters to have more waking minutes available to me. And so I think that's where the demolition aspect aspect comes into me is I'm like completely demolishing that idea that I'm not worth anything if I'm not at my ultimate most productive whatever you call it like I think 2020, mm -hmm. 2022 was a year of like over exhausting myself because I work a nine to five you're you're like nodding along because you know I work a nine oh, to yeah. five I have an Etsy shop I have a YouTube channel I got into acting so I was pursuing that like I literally just buy off so much more than I can chew at such an intense rate that I never rest, never take time for myself. And it's, while it has its perks, 
mainly financial, if I'm honest, the money is not worth the pain that I've caused myself a thousand times over. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like where my demolition is starting. Um, and that's what I'm leaving behind in 2022 is like that hustle culture mentality where I have to be ultimate productivity or else what am I doing with my life? Like, that's just bullshit to be honest. Like, yeah, you're but worth also... just as much as you are when you're lazy as you are when you're productive. Like, you're absolutely. You. Yeah. And I think that's also something that is very, very common though in our like generation is that you have to hustle to find happiness. And if you mm-hmm. don't hustle and bustle and like get your sit together, like you're going to get left behind, which in some cases is true. Like obviously you need to have some stuff together and you need to like be making like good strides. Have, yeah. yeah. But like working yourself to the bone just to get more money, just to st- like, just for like certain things. It's like, at what point are you living for yourself and your happiness and like boosting your like mental, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. It, we, you have to kind of leave some stuff behind or maybe, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe, you know, you don't care about all of those like intense moments or like the events or traveling or whatever. And you just want to make money, whatever your version of yourself. And that is, you have to get rid of something or else all of it's going to just suffer in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I do is like, like I said, bite off more than I ch- I can chew. And then I'm disappointed when I haven't enjoyed anything that I should be enjoying. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like acting, for instance, I immediately was like, I threw myself into it, which is awesome. And I do love it. But it's like one of those things where the second I wasn't like a star, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, oh, I must suck. You know what I mean? And I, I, oh, I yeah. continue to do that to myself because yeah, I, w- I would rather excel at one or two things than half-ass 80 things in my life. It's just not. Definitely. And I feel like we're very similar in the sense of like, well, I know we're very similar freaking hive mind, to be honest. But yeah, we both like have so many ideas and creative endeavors that we like would it's love very to like hard. throw every ounce of anything into. Like we want to just like serve, like what's the word? surpass like every goal every idea and like yeah make it whatever and and just great to have all those ideas anytime zoe and i spend like a weekend together we literally have like three to five business ideas that come out of that time together like unless we're heavily focused on something else like if we just have time to talk like all we ever do is like talk about creative things talk about things we can turn into a business like i think Mm -hmm. a big goal for us both is eventually be like living off of our own created income, like not like a salaried position, not working for anybody else, like working for ourselves. And exactly. so that's kind of what entices that. But it's also one of things, one of those things where it's like, you need to have like maybe one or two successful endeavors and then have like a, maybe a couple of side things that don't require like as much time, like investing mm-hmm. I see as like a side hustle in a way, even though it's like long-term kind of passive stuff, like you just put money in and wait. <laughs> but it's still one of those things where it's like, we can't create 90 business ideas and run all of them. Not especially not with working the way that we Absolutely. do. Yeah, no, there's no, 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 it's just one of those things. Um, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to spin us in a different direction for a second because I know okay, what's big me, girl. thing for 2023 for both of us is like health and wellness. And going back to this theme of the demolition, a big thing that I am also trying to break down for myself is what health and fitness looks like 
because I come from a background where I was a ballerina and then I got into bodybuilding and then I got into powerlifting. So I've always had a very intense focus on, you know, fitness and nutrition. And I kind of, again, bit off more than I can chew and like almost broke myself to the point where I feel like I don't pay attention to anything wellness wise. So I'm trying to reframe my thoughts. Like for instance, I set a goal for January and it was just to work out twice a week, which normally I would be like, I'm going to work out five times a week and hit these macros. And I'm going to do cardio three times a week. And I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm starting simple. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like reframing how I think about health and fitness so that I can build into better habits instead of like, again, biting off more than I can chew (laughs) and not being able to hit any of my goals. So you're just ambitious. Like, don't look at it as biting off more to chew as if it's a negative, because like, I don't want you to go into it being like, oh, I can't, you know, do all these many things because it's Mm going to be too much for me and I can't do it. Like, think of it as just like you have a very ambitious mindset and you're prioritizing those ambitions. You know what I mean? So look, reframing thoughts. Come on, come on, reframe. But Zoe, I would love to know, like for you, what are you demoing in the health and fitness world to like rebuild in 2023 for yourself? Okay, so um, I am demoing, I don't even, I don't know how to say this, like unrealistic expectations in a way. So like, I feel like every time I start wanting to do something for health and fitness, I don't or I haven't always wanted to do it just for myself. Like Mm -hmm. it's always been like, oh, I'm doing it for myself, but also, so this person will love me or so I can surface. There's that like, Mm -hmm. so I can like have a kid and like be perfectly healthy because I think that in my mind I've always associated, well, not always, but like a lot in the past, especially when I was younger associated like health with just being skinny. And I'm going to be honest, even in like, the next couple of years, like I know for a fact I well in the rest of my life, I will never be skinny. I will never be like, like back in ballet. I will never be that figure that they wanted me to be Mm. like, that's just not going to happen. But whatever my definition of health becomes and my mindset being changed this year and like just deciding to fuel myself with good foods, do stuff, be active every day. Like just these little steps I feel like are going to create a new version of what health and wellness for me means And so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like putting away these like expectations because like even when I would make a mood board or something for the beginning of the year, I would choose pictures of like these women instead of like thinking of choosing like a jug of water to be like, oh, I'm going to drink water because that is my definition of like this body. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like reflecting and I'm like every time I think like, oh, I want to be like, I want to look like that. Like, no, I don't want to look like anything. I want to look like myself. I want to be myself, mm-hmm. but I want to be the healthiest version of myself. Yeah. And I also like, and I know this about myself and I have no issues like talking about this, but like, I know one of those things that's like been a big issue for me is that when I think about it like that, or when I think about it negatively, then I feel myself to like be mad about making that change in the sense of like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm good enough now. And it's like, nobody ever said I wasn't good enough now. It like, you're the only person saying that, but like, could you be the best? Could you be better? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not that you're not like whatever. So, and I know that like, for me, food is like probably one of the biggest things that I need to like do in that regards, because 
I tend Same. to be very emotionally driven by food. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like a, I feel like health and wellness, like besides just the fitness and like losing weight and eating healthy, I'm also focusing on mental because I was going to say there is so much mental work that goes into like transforming how you think about yourself in the realm of health of fitness, how yes. you decide what you're going to do, your relationship with food, relationship with exercise or cardio. Like there is so much Everything. mental work to be done in the process of like transforming the health and fitness, like goals and lifestyle that you have Mm -hmm. that I think it's really like undervalued how much you have to work on that simultaneously with the health and fitness part. Like obviously our generation is really big on mental health, but it's like self-care sometimes. Yes. And like my problem is that self-care sometimes gets misconstrued into things that are like, can be self-care but like are not always self-care like so much of our generation thinks that like self-care means like watching a movie drinking wine and doing a face mask and like while Mm -hmm. in some cases that can be self-care if like that's what helps you to like decompress maybe after a stressful day that's awesome do that but if the only self-care that you're doing is wine and a face mask on friday nights you're not, you're not, you're not quite giving yourself. You're not getting deep enough. Like you're not acknowledging your feelings at that point, because like, I do love a good wine night and that might help me like disconnect almost like disassociate from what the real situation is. But if I like, don't take time to reflect on why I felt that way, Mm -hmm. then it's just going to build up and I'm going to explode later, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like it's just suppressing what the real issue is. Yeah. Um, And like, in my mind, like the real self-work is done when it's, you know, and like back to kind of what we were saying about framing this in just the health and fitness space. Mm -hmm. It's like the self-care is understanding how I feel and why I feel that way when I step on the scale and I maybe don't see what I'm looking for. Um, Thinking about like, okay, I had ice cream to end my day or hot chocolate because you guys know I love my hot chalky. Like (laughs) I'm a really big hot chocolate drinker, like especially in the wintertime or when it's cold and like, do I punish myself for that decision? And like thinking about all of those thoughts and feelings that you have when making health decisions that are either good or bad ones. Cause like Mm -hmm. hot chocolate is not inherently bad for you. If you drink it three times a day, maybe it is, but like having a hot chocolate a few times a week, right before I go to bed, because I love to do that is like not a bad thing. And I shouldn't be punishing myself for that decision. But also if I'm taking it too far, and I'm having hot chocolate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which I have done sometimes. That's what I need to be honest with myself. And the self-care in that is saying, Holly, that's not good for you. Mm-hmm. Let's eat something with maybe a little protein and some veg. Not yeah. Like, <laughs> like those kinds of things. So it's like it's like a balance of like the self-care is acknowledging your bad habits and celebrating when you like make strides that are positive as well. Mm-hmm. And that's I will say – <laughs> No. Yeah. I, I, I will say too that like, and this is very recent for me, like I've just started doing yoga and I feel like in particular with that, I've noticed that I've kind of began to combined, 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 combined. <laughs> like <laughs> the fitness aspect and the mental because and maybe it's just yeah. the studio I go to, but like my instructor, Amanda, that I go to like consistently at oxygen, she's very much like talking to you very straightforward during the entire class and Mm -hmm. she's almost shutting down your brain 
and in a sense where like my brain doesn't stop going. So she's like making me distracted enough that I'm thinking about what the heck my body's doing, but mm -hmm. also asking me thought provoking questions that I can reflect on once I'm in a position and I'm holding it. And I don't know if it's the breathing technique. I don't know what it is, but like specifically having something that's combining those two like sections for me has been very helpful as well. So. I think that I think, and this might be different for everybody, but I think part of the reason that that might or does work is because you're not, you're not fitnessing for punishment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think a, a lot of people and definitely women, just because I have more experience talking to women in, in this particular subject, but like so many people use cardio as punishment and that's not fair to yourself or they spend longer in the gym after Thanksgiving because they feel bad about everything that they ate, like stuff like that. And we need to start, I keep using the word reframing. We need to do an episode called the reframing, like, <laughs> but it's like, again, it's like reframing those thoughts where it's like, no, I am so lucky that I get to work out and get to, um, you know, have this, fitness focused lifestyle and everything it's not I'm in the gym because I ate ice cream for dinner last night it's like no right. I get to be at the gym because I want to be able to run around with my kids one day I want to live a long full life and not be winded when I go up the stairs like no literally like that. you know what I mean like it's just again but I think combining that like those thought-provoking questions of like with like a self-love base and like a, a an inner reflection base combining that with the fitness it kind of like almost prevents you from having that voice in your head that's like oh I have to take this class because I want to lose weight I have to take this class because I want to do whatever and like spinning it yeah. in a positive light is which is where you it want to anyways but yeah I You're think lucky I, to I, you can you have the ability to it's not nobody's forcing you to do anything yeah. And I feel like if you do look at it like that, that's like we just said, that's more of a mental, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Look at wow, us. Wow. Look at us go. Look at um, us having these combos. <laughs> so I want to say that one thing that I know that you're working on is coming up with like a word for 2023. Yes. Um, and I know this is a very popular thing for people to do. Like some people are more focused on setting goals or creating new habits. And I feel like it's become more and more popular for people to set a word for 2023 or the next year, or whatever. Like I know my friend mm -hmm. Kara's is like intention. Like she want to make sure that she's, she's saying yes to things intentionally, not just saying yes to everything, like blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. So I don't think you were ready yet, but talk about what you're feeling for 2023. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with what you were saying in the sense of like in the past, I've always set these goals and then I've been very mad at myself when I get to the end of the year and why I didn't reach all these goals and why I didn't do all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. Yep. So I, I kind of said this earlier. I basically want to make this like word be like the spark for the dynamite to start my demolition because I do feel like, mm -hmm. well, like I mentioned earlier, I'm not quite there. I haven't quite finished all these like loose ends. So, um, I don't know. I just know that like I have a list of things, right? And mm -hmm. those things are like varied, you know, beyond health and wellness. There's like, you know, what do I want to do with my long-term goals of life? Like my mm -hmm. job, my like passion to travel, like my family, like, am I putting enough into my friendships? Like there's just so many different things that I feel like I want to focus on, but 
if I say I'm going to do all of them at one time, then how do I know that I'm like doing the right things at the right time? And I don't. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like trying to reframe my mind to be like, okay, beyond the positive things that I'm trying to change, what are the negative things that I want to actually demo? And I need to kind of set aside like a, this list is for the demolition, but then this mm -hmm. side is what needs to be nurtured because I feel like if I only focus on getting rid of everything that's wrong, quote unquote, yeah. then I might lose other parts of me that I love because I'm not nurturing them. So like maybe it's mm -hmm. a give and take. It's like if I need to get rid of this, well, what will I do to like replace that? Because you can say all day that you want to get rid of like this toxic friendship or this whatever. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, but they've been around and in your life, for example, for a long time, what are you going to do to help heal yourself from demoing that too. So I don't know what my word is going to be because there's so yeah, many different it's aspects like it's of like, like a, it's like balance almost in a way. Like I'm trying yeah, to think of like that balance of the good and the bad a, and acknowledging the good and keeping the good, like you said, nurturing the good, but then like mm -hmm. demoing the bad, but also what are you doing to like bring whatever's bad over to the good side or yeah. fix what and you it, need to fix after demoing something on the bad side. It's hard too because like I I also don't like saying like bad because like yeah. I I don't like there are people that are going to be leaving my life this year and mm -hmm. kind of have already started to leave and it's like I don't want to say that they're bad because like they're not I'm getting very emotional so I apologize Aww. but it's like they're not bad people they're just going through their own life and so mm -hmm. I don't want to say it's like a punishment for me to be like, oh, these are bad things. I got to get rid of them. But yeah. it's like, maybe they're just not the best thing for you right now. So I don't know what that word becomes. And I don't know what it is exactly. But it's like, I got to figure it out. Because if I don't figure it out, I know that 2023 is going to look almost identical to 2022 mm -hmm. without maybe one or two things in it. And I'm not trying to sit around and be like 2022 or 2021 or anything else. Because, yeah. like, you're, you're trying to change to make... regardless, but it's, yeah. like, if those intentions aren't there, if the, like, the care and the love and the, like I said, nurture isn't there, like, what's left? Yeah, it's like exactly. An, like a shell. And I don't want to yeah. become a shell because I know that 2023 is going to be a very trying and difficult year. And so I feel like I need that, like, direction, that, like, mm -hmm. thing that I can always kind of go back to. That kind you of, need like, those things that you know that you're going to focus on to make. Yes the best and, of the not best situation. Yeah. And it just yeah. does have to be my motivator. So I don't know. My plan is hopefully because next week's episode is the decision. And so mm -hmm. I'm kind of hoping that I can really reflect over this week and like come to a quote unquote decision mm -hmm. about what I want that to look like. Yeah, exactly. Or what that word becomes. And maybe, and, and honestly, I don't want to punish myself either because if I don't come up with a word, maybe I come up with a couple of words. Whatever it is that I decide is going to be like my focus point, I guess, mm -hmm. is that's what it's going to be. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I love if it. If that makes any sense. I know I tend to oh. ramble, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we have podcasts for. <laughs> yeah, But yeah. no, I, I feel that. And I'm excited to see what you decide that word is going to be and I also love that you were like you know it's not necessarily like the good versus the bad but it's just like what am I going to keep versus 
let go of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause there, there are things that can be good for you that you're also ready to let go of. Like that's yeah. kind of what I was talking about earlier where it's like, I really love acting and I really have loved pursuing it this year. But at this point right now, I know I need to let go of it for at least a period of time, get my priorities straight and pick it back up when I'm ready. There's nothing mm -hmm. bad about acting or pursuing acting or whatever. But right now I know that if I continue to focus on all of these millions of things, I'm never going to get out of any of them what I want. So mm -hmm. I need to focus on the things. So again, it's like, it's not necessarily the good versus the bad. It's just for 2023, what am I keeping and what am I letting go of? Yeah. So love it though. Well, because I love too, the... Sorry. I'm, no, you're good. I'm go. just thinking. Okay. Okay. So I, we said the word demolition and like, I also like think of it in the sense of like, you can demo something, but like at the end of a demolition of a building, the pieces are still there. So yep. like, and you something know, gets rebuilt there. Yes. Yeah, something still gets rebuilt and some of those pieces might be used for the rebuild and some of them might be set aside, but even if they're set aside, they go somewhere else and they get rebuilt in some other situation. So it's almost like a recycling as well of like, I would you never know. Recycling. Well, it's like, because Save Mother Earth. <laughs> I'm just like thinking about it and I'm like, okay, like there are pieces that I know may not fit 2023, but that doesn't mean they don't fit back in in 2024. So mm -hmm. it's like, I don't want to think of demolition as like trash day. It's not like you're yeah. getting rid of it forever. It's not like, I mean, not that there might be some things in other people's lives that you do want to get rid of forever. There mm -hmm. are a lot of bad things that I will actually say are bad that like do not benefit people in the slightest. Mm -hmm. So like that's different. I'm just speaking on myself, but like for me, the demolition doesn't necessarily mean destroy it forever. You know, yeah. So. And also you can think about demolition. Like if you, if you think about it in regards to, okay. Cause there's like a couple different forms, obviously of demolition. So let's say you have a building being dem demolition, a building demolished. Oh my Demode. God. Building being demolished was what I was <laughs> okay. trying to say. All right. Um, like I've, I've watched a building be demolished and they literally put like dynamite on every few floors and they blow the building up and then take away all of the rubble. That's one way mm -hmm. to think of it. Another way to think of it is, that the, is like the beginning of a renovation. You know, let's say you have a kitchen that you're renovating and the first thing you do is you take out the countertops, you rip out the cabinets, maybe you haul off the appliances to Goodwill, maybe you keep the appliances. It's those types of things like this is the kind of demolition that I feel like we're doing. We're not mm -hmm. blowing it up and trashing all of it. We're ripping out the pieces that don't fit, keeping the structure and replacing it with bigger and better things that we love fit our life in 2023. Oh, yeah. Good job. That was perfect. That's literally like that's the definition of Holly and Zoe's demolition. Like that, that yeah. makes more sense. Um, yeah. It's almost like when you find a piece of like furniture on the side of the road or at a, you know, like antique store and you're like, wow, this could be so pretty if I did this, this and this. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. A refurb. I don't know. Yeah. A little refurbishing refurb my life. Refurbish. <laughs> oh Renovating and refurbishing my life. What does that look like? <laughs> what does it look like? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Who knows what it looks like? Well, All right. Talk to How me. How are you feeling? Me. Oh, no. What it like, okay, beyond like your health and fitness and all that kind of stuff, like, yeah. do you feel like there are 
any like new things that you're trying to like, and I know we said we're not adding them like to our plate, but like, hmm. what else do you feel like you want to add to your 2023? Like your ideal vision, if that makes sense. Okay. I actually know this because I sat down multiple times and really thought about 2022 and how it went versus what I want to do and want to get out of 2023. And again, kind of almost talking about like the demolition of things, but in the kitchen where I'm only taking out what needs to go, I'm, I'm not really getting rid of or bringing any new things into 2023, but I'm reframing Oh my God, if I use that word one more time, like <laughs> they're going to be like, why didn't they call it the reframe? <laughs> like, honestly, anyways. Um, but there's a lot of things that I'm bringing into 2023 with new ideas and expectations of myself. So like a big one for me is like my YouTube channel. Doesn't matter how many different side hustles I get interested in. My YouTube channel is always the one that I enjoy the most. It's the one that I regret not being consistent with. It's the one that I get the most like personal satisfaction out of, which is funny because it's the one that makes me the least amount of money, like zero dollars, mm-hmm. which but you day, love it. And I'm not going to be mad about it if I make a little, little extra coin off that. But <laughs> <laughs> right now it doesn't. And that's okay. And I want to put more time and energy into that, which is part of the reason I'm not bringing some things into 2023 with me. But the biggest thing for me is that like, again, I do this thing where I get really ambitious and then I can't quite, you know, get to the goal without breaking myself. Mm So my goal for 2023 is one video a week, And that's it. Like not doing daily videos for October, not doing daily videos for December, one video once a week, and then extra videos sprinkled in as I have new and exciting things that I really want to vlog or talk about or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's like a big one for me. It's crazy. No, it's crazy (laughs) because I mean, that's kind of what I want to do in the sense of like, I always feel like at the end of the day, I always reflect on why I stopped doing YouTube. Like Mm -hmm. it's the one thing that like I enjoy, like I don't get embarrassed picking up a camera and holding it in front of my face. I have plenty to freaking say. Clearly we both do. We're on here, but it's like hours. Yeah, exactly. I can talk to a wall for hours. I have a lot of like things and like my brain just like goes sometimes. And I'm like, when I stop doing it, I always think, Oh, this would have been a cool YouTube video or I wish I would have made this into a YouTube video or I should just record a video. You know what I mean? Like that always sparks my mind. And then I just stop. And I will say like Gage and I had our couples channel. So like mm-hmm. if he didn't want to record, then I'd be like, well, why would I record by myself? So I, yeah. it's going to be exciting in the sense of like, I'm going to have my own channel in 2023. I'm just mm-hmm. going to like do it for me, have fun with it. And I'm not going to add like the extra pressure. Like if I don't get a video every week, then, oh, well, I didn't do a video every week. I did it when I wanted to do it, and I had fun when I did it. You know what I mean? Because if I ever let it not be fun, if it ever becomes, like, a chore, then Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, like, way more sad about it because – Yeah, exactly. I love that. But – I was going to say one thing that is also important to me to bring more of into 2023 is like leisure time. And so mm-hmm. like I even made a goal to like read 12 books this year. So it kind of forces me because as 
as we know, we love books. You know, why are you laughing at me? I'm just laughing because today I went on Goodreads and they asked me to set my reading goal for 2023 and I said 50 books. I mean, okay, I don't blame you though because a lot of people have been doing the 50 book challenge. Like I've seen oh, really? like people on like, yeah, on Instagram and stuff, like like their goal is to do 50 books. Like either it was last year and they were updating on where they were this year or their goal for 2023 is to do 50 books. Um, one of my friends said hers to like 85. And honestly, if I'm if I'm being 100%, 85 doesn't sound scary, but like 50 is roughing about four books a month. And I already kind of do that. I just haven't been like documenting it. Yeah, so I don't know. But anyway, didn't yeah. mean to interrupt. I just thought it was funny. No, 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 you're good. I just I, I set I, and I will say I set my goal to 12, which I think will be really easy because obviously half of that is just going to be the Avatar series. So <laughs> yes, there we go. I'm not counting um, A Court of Thorns and Roses because I technically started it in 2021. Sorry, 2022. Oh, oh my imagine. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> a year to read that book. No, it took me like four days. Anyways, that would have taken you um, two years if you started in 2021, ma'am. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's 2023. Anyways, um, yeah, so my goal is 12, mainly because interspersed with fiction that will take me a week to read. Mm -hmm. I want to do some nonfiction and nonfiction is important for me because I feel like it inspires me and grounds me in a way that fiction obviously doesn't because mm -hmm. just depending on, I read a lot of like, you know, self-development type stuff when I'm reading nonfiction. And so I really enjoy it, but it's not like I can sit down for three hours and read a book like that. Like it's a one chapter at a time kind of game. And I have to be honest with myself that it, while it might take me a week or two to get through like an entire series of fiction, it might take me a month or two to get through a self-help book if it's a hefty one. Um, so one a month is my goal, 12 books for the year. I'm pretty, pretty good. I think that'll that. be good with like, I think you'll great. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, think I don't want to like pressure on myself again, once again, cause I get ambitious How do and I don't mind be like read 40 million books because mm -hmm. if I don't, then I'll be, mad about it no I think that's a good goal for you because I think you also tend to like get into reading habit where you're like oh I'm gonna read all these books and then sometimes you just take a break which is totally fine yeah I, do I have a couple friends like that yeah I, I, like, I is, don't stop <laughs> yeah my problem is is that I like mourn the series that I'm reading like mm. if I we like, had this conversation the other day yeah like if I read okay so I just reread Twilight last year and it like sparked a weird thing in me where I have been obsessed with Twilight again like it's freaking 2009 like I don't know what it is but I do that where or like I read the after series and then I watched all of the movies and then um like I was just obsessed I'm like I couldn't pick up a new book because all I wanted to read was after and so it does take me typically honestly a few months sometimes a few weeks depending on what else I pick up but after I finish a series I like mourn the fact that I don't get to read it again for the first time if that makes sense like I will never no, read A Court of Thorns and Roses again for the first time and like I have to like make peace with that I have to like grieve okay <laughs> but like honestly okay so right now currently I have already read all of the Akutar series right Mm -hmm. But when I stopped that series, I was depressed. I was like, are you joking? That's Especially get, because yeah. it's not finished. 
So yeah. like now I'm like it just harder, waiting cause... for the next one. But I tend to do this. I tend to read a series and then stop and read like a really like simple like romance or simple like mystery or like something just like a one one and on, one and done uh, yeah. book. And then usually what happens is I'll want to start another series. But if I'm not like actually ready to start it and I'm still thinking about the old series, I'll read another one and done. Mm-hmm. But with Akotar, because I am literally obsessed and there is no changing that, and it will never die in my mind. Yeah. Lately, I downloaded the like dramatic readings on Audible. So mm-hmm. even though I'm reading a different book, like in you know handheld book, every time I drive like to Atlanta or wherever, I'm listening to Akotar as an Audible. Yeah, because that's what I've been like... doing with Twilight. I'm literally still listening to Breaking Dawn because exactly it's so good. Like I like it so much more like if I'm cleaning my house I like it so much more than listening to music for some reason depending on my mood but most of the Mm -hmm. time because like I don't have to pay attention so much since I know the story and it's not new information but I'm still invested enough in the story and enjoy it enough that I can clean for like four hours and not even realize it because I'm just enjoying listening to the book yeah so same I probably Um, (laughs) lovely tangent for the (laughs) Yeah, Brand, I, I feel like it just also helps me, like, mourn the end of the series for some reason. Like, it's, like, a slower, like, like pull out of it, if that makes sense. So, like, I might start reading a new series, but then I might start listening to the Akatar series on Audible so that I can, mm-hmm. like, still enjoy it in a different, you know, form. Right. But not be, like, so invested in it that it's, like, the only thing I'm reading. Like, I can read other stuff and still come into that story and listen to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, yeah, random rant about books, but okay. I mean, we're... that'll probably happen more frequently than not. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, we're, we're kind of nearing the end of this episode. Need to wrap it up here soon. So I want to end and just say, like, what in 2023, and this might be a hard question, what is something that, like, you didn't expect but you know that you will either want or need to focus on in 2023. Like, mm-hmm. not that. <laughs> like, okay, like, not that. Okay. Goals or like anything else. Like what's something that is like, you know, and we'll talk about what quote unquote that is later. You guys, we promise. It's just not the promise. time. Of place. Just not right now. Um, but like, okay, say the question again. So like, what is something kind of unexpected that you want or need to bring into 2023? It could be a habit, a goal, um, you know, a, I don't know. Okay. I got you. I have okay. an answer. Let's hear it. I don't even know what my answer is for real. Okay. So I'm going to say my habit that I want to bring into 2023 is financial education and when i say that okay i say that for a couple of reasons one my growing up my family never had money um like not like for real for real like it was was pretty pretty on the low end um like we got by and it was never like i never starved or anything like that but like i feel like to an extent i never really got educated in like investments and like how to buy a house and like all of these things, like taxes, like to an extent it was either done for me or it wasn't even talked about. Cause I don't think, I honestly don't think any of my, either one of my grandparents, especially not my mom 
nobody invests money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like all mm-hmm. these like things like I have no idea about. And so I've gone into my early twenties and spent money just willy nilly McGilly. And, yeah. you know, I do have savings, but it's not like what it could have been because I didn't really have the education on what to do financially. Mm-hmm. And so now with the quote unquote that happening, I really want to like focus on what I'm doing to make sure that I am prepared regardless of who, what, when, where, and why to be financially stable at any given point in my life. And I say all that also because I feel like 2023 for me is the year of travel. And I've kind of, you know, I've kind of joked about it here and there with people, but like I am being very intentional about possibly like traveling somewhere new every month, whether that's like a new city or a new state or a new country, whatever it ends up being. Like I really am trying to be intentional about like expanding what I know, like Mm. culturally and everything. Like I just want to see more. And it's not that I've not seen more. I've actually traveled a lot for someone our age. I feel like is I think you have too. Like, yeah. Um, but very fortunate to do a lot of to yeah. no. Yeah, we're very fortunate for that. But it's like to do a lot of these things and have a lot of these goals. I mean, shoot, even these health and fitness goals, paying for therapy, prioritizing, mm-hmm. like like that kind of stuff. Like, I I genuinely feel like financial education and and maybe it'll even be like something where I actually get like a um like a financial advisor or I decided mm-hmm. that I don't know what that means exactly, but I think that is what like I really... financial literacy is like a big yeah, thing to yeah. take into it. Cause it also helps to unlock or at least make other goals easier. Yes. So, and I, I, and I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of people in our age group that have been taught and like learned a lot about this or maybe they're self-taught, but then there's a ton of people that I feel like are in the same boat as me. And it's like, we never had a reason to know what a 401k was because nobody in our household has one. You know what I mean? And, and like, I'm lucky enough to like have the ability to be able to do that and like have a match at my job now. And I make more money than like most people in my family have made. So it's like, I am grateful, but now I don't want to like miss out on, opportunities or understanding or whatever. So I don't know. I feel yeah, to like maximize sometimes... everything that you've worked for essentially. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like... time to do. It's like maximizing the wealth that you're given now so that you're not worried about it later or haven't yeah. lost the opportunity for it to be. And so I just feel yeah. like I know what the heck people are talking about sometimes because uh, I'm but... very educated. <laughs> I mean, I have a master's, but it's like, yeah, I'm educated in different things. So sometimes mm-hmm. I just feel very like, I don't know. People talk about stuff and you're like, who, what, when? Yeah. What and then I that? have to go like, look it up like and it teach those? myself. And I'm yep. not, I'm not saying that's not, that's not a bad thing, but it's like, I just need to be more intentional about it. Yeah. Like, it's financial literacy is definitely not something that is, I don't know, offered the way that it should be essentially. I mean, like it's definitely not offered in school. It should be classes. But we learn about the damn Pythagorean theorem all day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> screw that. Like, accounting. Like, yeah. I don't need to calculate the, like, you know, what is it, volume or area of a triangle. Mm-hmm. I need to know what it means if I put one versus zero on my freaking W-2 when I do my taxes. Like, like it's just like. No, literally. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. I'll I'll add mine, which is very Yeah, different. yeah. Let me. But let I me. have been thinking about the things that make my day a good or bad day or not necessarily good or bad day, but just 
I'm going to say good or bad day for ease of argument, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, a big intention of mine for 2023 is to get ready more days of the year, like get ready for my day. Like I feel like a different version of myself when I, like my hair and makeup is done and I'm not in the same clothes I wore to bed. And I want to put more emphasis on taking time to do that because I legitimately feel, and not just because I feel like I look nicer, but because I feel like I'm presenting a version of myself to the world that is like ready to conquer the day. And sometimes I need to present that to others to feel that myself. And I definitely notice that the days where I don't spend time to actually get ready, get out of my pajamas, et cetera, I feel like I have a harder time focusing and being productive and not for like necessarily, you know, the whole hustle part, but like my job that I have to show up and like do Mm -hmm. a good job at, I need that getting ready for the day time to have like my best foot forward in my day job. Um, I think that that is associated with like having a routine. I mean, yes, it's the same way. Like I thrive thrive with a routine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Adults and like spending that time to wake up and enjoy your cup of coffee or enjoy your breakfast and then actually get ready for the day before you start it, I feel like is invaluable time. Like people do not put enough emphasis on that time, especially now with this culture of always being at home and working from home. Like, yes, it's fun to sit there in your PJs and get your work done. And it feels very like freeing to be able to do that. But that should be like maybe on Fridays you do that every other Mm -hmm. day. Like, kind of put the effort in to be ready so that you can like put out your maximum and not everyone might need that. Yeah. I've recognized, especially over this year, because this year is probably the year that I've worked the most from home since I've had a career. I definitely do better when I actually get ready for the day. So I'm going to try and get ready for the day more days this year. (laughs) That sounds not, I mean, honestly, you're making me want to do it. Like I feel like most people probably feel that way. It's like treat every day as if you had to go into the office. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it also helps for my YouTube goal because a lot of times I don't feel like filming because I don't like have my hair and makeup done. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. I have no problem being on camera, no hair, no makeup. You know what I mean? Like I have plenty Mm -hmm. of videos that I'm like that, but some videos that feels more appropriate than others. Yeah. And I don't want to want to film, but not want to get ready. And so therefore I don't film. Like if I'm in the mood to film, I want to already be in the, you know, position to be able to film. Um, I don't want not having my hair and makeup done to like hinder me from jumping on on an opportunity when I feel like I want to film a video. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, Hey, routines become habits. So true to it. True to it. (laughs) All right. Trying to be. All right. Well, close it out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, let's close it out. We actually did pretty dang good to stay in an hour, girl. So. Yeah, I'm proud of us. So, um, but yeah, so we talked earlier about how we wanted to end the podcast because we were like, you know, we like the idea of having like a cohesive ending. Um, and we came up mm-hmm. with this little quote that we're going to leave you guys with. Um, but basically, we're just going to say, if you never turn the page, you'll never know how your chapter ends. So that's keep turning it. the page, y'all. Keep turning the page. Keep writing new stories. There are so many stories and micro stories in life. So just continue to, you know, tell yours authentically and 
We'll see how to listen to ours. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, if you want to find more of us, you can follow um, myself on Instagram at Holly underscore Hickman. And you can follow Zoe at TGI Zoe, like TJ Fridays, but not Friday. Zoe. <laughs> Thank God it's Zoe. So oh we hope you guys check us out over there. Um, you know, feel free to DM us, um, especially episodes, ideas, or anything you want us to talk about, and we would love to add it to our list. But we also that, have a chapter's Instagram as well. Oh, oh, you're right. Oh my gosh, what is it? Oh my god. I think right, it's chapters. Really no, literally, the fact of the matter is that, like, we, yeah, it is chapters.pod. Look at us go. Chapters.pod, you guys. Follow us mm-hmm. over there. We'll post little sound bites and cute pictures of Zoe and I, maybe some inspirational stuff, our to be read lists, slash oh, stacks. Yes. You know, we'll share, mm-hmm. we'll share all the fun things over there. So make sure you go follow over there as well. But yeah. But, yeah. Thanks so much for joining us on our first episode. Yeah, we appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week for the decision. Chapter two. Bye. (laughs) Bye.